there might have been a trade done. Tom Morris does have the news, I understand. So we'll get straight to Tom right now, thanks to Tyre Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Straight to Tom, then straight to you. Welcome to you, Tom. Great to have you back. <laughs> Thank you, Dwayne. Good to be back. So the trade that has gone through this morning, this is official, or the AFL's yet to announce it, but they will because the deal is done, um, is that Shane McAdam has gone from Adelaide to Melbourne and a future second-round pick has gone from Melbourne back to Adelaide. Now, crucially, Melbourne had two future second-round picks. One was theirs and one was the uh, Sydney Swans, and they sent the one that's theirs back to the Adelaide Crows. And I guess it gives the Crows um, an extra selection next year to help bid for Tyler Welsh, who is the son of Adelaide great Scott Welsh and is likely to be a high draft pick. So that pick, that is done. A future second rounder for uh, Shane McAdam. Good to have Mr. Melbourne on. So they run all Melbourne stuff through you these days before <laughs> it actually goes uh, to public. Let me tell you this, Dwayne. I've never been called Mr. Melbourne and I never want to be called it again. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely not me. <laughs> but uh, so this ends up, well, the future second round picks yeah. of Melbourne what, win the flag, it'll be around pick 40. Yep. Uh, if they don't win the flag, it'll be something less than that. That's right. Between, you know, 20 and 40. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's what happens with these future picks. And um, I think if you compare this deal to the Liam Henry deal from uh, Fremantle to St Kilda, it's about right. So Liam Henry's 22 years old. He's played 16 games this year. Um, and he was pick nine. And he was a future second round pick. Yes, there were some later um, selections that were shuffled about. But essentially a future second round pick. Shane McAdam is 28. He'll be 29 next year. He played seven senior games this year for a variety of reasons. And Adelaide has still managed to get a future second round pick in return. So I think the, mm. I actually think the Crows have done pretty well here. Yes, Melbourne get the play they want, but I think the Crows have done well to get, the, uh, to get that selection in, which will help them in 2024. It is interesting, the sliding scale as to what he might be worth and what Adelaide think Melbourne season is going to be like next year as opposed to what Melbourne season mm. might actually be like. Because, yeah, I'm probably with you on it. Is he worth the pick, you know, 36, 34, maybe? Something around that range. So, yeah, it probably will end up being about right because Melbourne will have a good year next year. I mean, they're not going to fall off the face of the earth next year, are they? No, that's right. And, I mean, essentially Melbourne has turned Brody Grundy into uh, the Brisbane's Tom Fullerton and Adelaide's Shane McAdam. So, you know, given that Brody Grundy wasn't in their best team, Fullerton might not be, but Shane McAdam will be. Um, they've got money to spend, as we've spoken about before, Dwayne. And I think... Um, I think they'll be pretty happy with their work. You know, T- Tim Lamb um, would still love to get pick one. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to be able to do it, but that's why he's a list manager and I'm not. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. they're still going to try to get it and, and, and do the best they can to move up the draft order. All right, so tell me, if, if Asada, if Asada Radagalia goes into the draft and Brandon Zirk Thatcher goes into the preseason draft, is there a chance another club might take both of them before they even get to Port Adelaide's pick? Well, there's always a chance. I've, I've checked in with the AFL. Um, oh, Dwayne, I've done a, a couple of different interviews. I can't remember whether it was you. No, it was Kane Corns who, said, who yeah. asked yesterday whether um, Asava Radagalia would be compelled or forced to do a, uh, a medical at um, all the clubs or do, a, do an AFL mm. medical of which the data is then distributed to all the clubs before the national draft. Because the intention, as according to Port Adelaide, is that Asava Radagalia, if he goes through this trade period without reaching them, will not do a medical at Hawthorne or North Melbourne or any other club that's above them. So I'm waiting on an answer back from the league on that because it could be considered draft tampering if you refuse to do medicals with the clubs you don't want to go to. So that's one of the little wrinkles that's mm. been added here. But there's so always it's not a- draft tampering. If, if Radagalia says, I want to go to... Yep. Port Adelaide in the national draft, 
He's allowed to say that, whereas an 18-year-old's not allowed to say it. Same draft, but he's allowed to say it, and the 18-year-old's not. Is that what you're saying, or are you asking me that? Well, I'm asking you that. He's, he, he's obviously allowed to say, I want to go to Port Adelaide. Uh, well, yeah, he's allowed to, I think saying something is different to actually physically refusing to do a medical at a yeah, club so they know, can't but, pick but you no up. But no kid's allowed to say, hey, I'd, I'd really like to go to Collingwood. Well, what do, you think, what do you think the repercussions would be if, if they said, oh, if, if, if a Nick Dacos type, who's not a, not a father-son, yeah. says, I've always gone, supported Collingwood, um, even though he went for Carlton when he was very young, mm. and I want to go to the Pies, I can't imagine there being any repercussions for that. No, but we don't get that honesty from players ever, will we? Hey, I'd, I'd I really wish we like did. to go to Collingwood. wish we did, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, but that's the silly world we're in. That's, the, that's what I'm trying to emphasise. Yes. It seems to be a bit of a silly world when the 18-year-olds can't say what the 24-year-olds can. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't North Melbourne take Radicalier then? Why wouldn't they just pick him in the draft? Well, they might not be able to do a medical with him. Um, they might also not want a player that's disgruntled and doesn't want to be there. Um, mm. They might not want a player that won't sign a long-term deal. It just might not be worth the hassle for them, given that they're rebuilding and not necessarily in the window. So mm. um, that's something they'll have to weigh up. I think Pre-season draft for Zerk Thatcher than it would be. Yeah. So he would go pre-season draft. And the same question is asked. But wouldn't North Melbourne, if they took, pre, if they took Zerk Thatcher in the pre-season draft, simply say, well, would it, do you want to play or not? We've got you. Yeah. If you don't want to play, you don't want to play. But if you want to play, you're playing for us. Yeah. I mean, there's all these veiled threats this time of year, Dwayne. You know it better than anyone. You know, you've lived this now for a long time. There's always veiled threats. And occasionally they come true. You know, Jackson Haitley went from the Giants to mm. Adelaide via the preseason draft. Jack Martin went from Gold Coast to Carlton via the preseason draft with some um, tactical um, contractual negotiations. But by and large, these, t- these deals will get done. And I think... Zerk Thatcher will get done. I think Dersmer will get done in the end um, and likely as part of the same um, arrangement. Asava Radaglia, I've got no read on just because they're so far apart. So that's the one I'm, watch- I'm watching really closely. But based on history, you'd suggest that it gets done as well. But not today. What might get done today is the Dow-Coffield kind of deals, yeah, the likely bubbling. ones today? Yeah, that's bubbling, that one. So there's been a little bit of movement on that. Um, I'm still trying to put my finger on exactly... Uh, what the selections and the picks are, but it's between Essendon, St Kilda, Carlton and the Western Bulldogs and the two players involved are Nick Caulfield who will go from the Saints to the Dogs um, for pick 40 and then the Dogs will get more back uh, as well. Um, and then, uh, and the, oh, uh, sorry, the, the, dogs will, the Dogs will give up pick 40 and they'll get more back along with Caulfield. And then the other deal is Paddy Dow from Carlton to St Kilda. And Paddy Dow will get there in the end. It's just about whether it's a future third or a future fourth or a combination of a few things. Essendon's there to prop up some picks. So they're the four clubs that are involved. They're deep in discussions. I think of all the deals, that's more likely to get done today. Um, and what it means is uh, Elliot Himmelberg will probably stay at, um, at Adelaide as well. Mm. I know he's been trying to get out to the Giants. They haven't been able to find a replacement. They tried to get Chole. They tried to get Petty. Um, but he's got 12 months left on a contract, and, um, and and I think he'll have to see that through and go as a free agent next year. And the bigger question, Tom, just in brief, um, who gave you permission to call the breakfast show Tom and Gary, <laughs> as opposed to the other way around? I never ever call it that. What did you did? I heard you. I heard you say Tom and Gary for breakfast. Dwayne. Tom and Bucks. Dwayne, find the audio, prove it All to right. me, or it didn't happen. All right. No, just checking, <laughs> Tom. But you're doing a great job on breakfast, by the way, and. Uh, Questions without notice has become massive. Hey, I just asked a question with Sammy Edmund yep. earlier on before I came on, and I, the lines are open, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've got an answer to my question, given cricket's your portfolio, yeah. 
Who wins more out of cricket being in the Olympics? Does the Olympics need cricket more than cricket need the Olympics? Or, oh. or do you think that the Olympics would love to have the whole subcontinent watching, well, at least the cricket-loving part of it that doesn't normally watch the Olympics, watching the Olympics now? Um, that's a good question, Dwayne. And I would like to, I think the, I think cricket wins more out of that because I think the funding that these countries would get because it's an Olympic sport would change hugely. Uh, the Olympics has a huge viewership anyway, doesn't it? Like, I don't, I it mean, does, a, but an, an extra in a lot is pretty of, good. But a lot of people, and the interesting part to me is a lot of people will come in now from India that might not necessarily tune into the whole of the Olympics that might actually watch it. Yeah, well, that's, that's why I asked the question. If you've got an answer, uh, 1300 736 or 0433-98-1116, who one, wins more? Last one. I told you to hold your horses on the Australian cricket team. They won overnight. They're still in the tournament. Don't get too down on us. We've, we've still got some good players right. in that team, so there's still hope yet. Us now, is it? Yeah, the Aussie. Are you Australian? Well, I am. I'm just trying to work out. Um, so it's business as usual. World back on its axis. Uh, Steve Smith, <laughs> how's he going? No, not very well. Uh, right. th- no, th- there's still quite a few holes in that team. But at one and two, I still think there's hope. If I'd have called you at 11 o'clock last, or 10.30 <laughs> last night and asked you, how's Adam Zampa bowling? I'd say, Dwayne, why, you ca- why are you calling me at 10.30 at night? I'd say, Dwayne. And <laughs> then I'd say, he's not bowling very well. And then he lifted as soon as I went to bed. So, uh, yeah. no, it was a good win. The Sri Lankans aren't as strong as the other teams, but um, there's still hope.